Hi, I'm Lisa Mirable of Vertigo Media Group. I'm sitting here today with Neela mukherjee Lockle, President and CEO of the EAC Network, along with Robert Strickoff, Chief Development Officer of the EAC Network. Hi, everyone. How are you today? Doing great. Doing great. That's terrific. Good How afternoon. Thanks for having us. Oh, yes. you're so welcome. So this is a very exciting moment. This is our first inaugural kickoff to our More To Do uh, podcast series yes. that we'll be hopefully holding once a month. Yes, ma'am. I love it. We have so much more to do, so we have lots to talk about. We do have a lot to talk about. First, we're going to talk about the EAC network and all that you do. You have 103 programs. Uh, and that, that can change to like 105 or 102 or 110. On any, any given, given day. Week, yeah. Um, but yes, we have a, a lot of programs uh, that service about, you know, in this COVID era, I would say about 54,000 individuals annually, um, and pre-COVID, much higher numbers than that. But our footprint is across Long Island, so both counties, all five boroughs, a little bit of Rockland County, a little bit of Sullivan County, and so our reach is pretty vast. And New York City as well, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Staten Island. Staten Island, New York City, uh, Manhattan, Queens, the Bronx. Bronx. Um, all five boroughs. All five boroughs. Yeah, all five boroughs. Okay, yeah. great. Um, and so we've been around for 52 years, going to be 53 years this year, um, and have five pillars of service. So we we really touch people in, in a whole variety of different ways. You touch so many different people. So yes. this is really important, everyone. So pay attention because even I was floored by the array of programs that you have. Yeah, so. Um, so we have our seniors and nutrition programs where we help seniors. We we are actually the largest provider of Meals on Wheels in Nassau County. Amazing. We operate four senior centers. Um, and we have a guardianship program in both Nassau and Suffolk County where uh, if the courts identify an individual who is typically older, incapacitated, alone in some way, shape, or form, unable to care for themselves – EAC Network will be appointed their guardians and manage their day-to-day responsibilities, but also visit and provide companionship and care for these folks who might otherwise be left alone um, for extended periods of time. And so many seniors so desperately need that because mentally that's half the battle in keeping them healthy. It's not only being left alone, but victimized uh, sometimes by strangers and or their family. So EAC steps in and really is their guardian and makes sure that they're safe, that their home is clean, and that their money, that whatever money they have, whether they're rich or poor, it stays with them and is a real advocate for them uh, as they move forward. Because what we're finding out is that people, these seniors, are being victimized, and that's Mm -hmm. part of the problem. Uh, And then that's one thing that EAC talks about. And I I think that's in our mission, right? It's in our values. Yeah, we're helping seniors. We're helping to empower people to be able to – uh, either be cared for if they can't care for themselves or to have the resources to be able to care for themselves and their families. So we talked about seniors. I also know you have a great curriculum or many curriculums uh, for those uh, crim- in, in the formerly crim- incarcerated. Yeah. So uh, actually it's our largest line of service. It's okay. criminal justice and behavioral health. And so we work very closely with the courts and the criminal justice system to help people who are incarcerated and coming out of incarceration to 
have resources and the supports in place to reintegrate into society. Um, so that's, we have an offender reentry program. We do alternatives to incarceration. So really trying to help keep people out of the criminal justice system if we can. And working. And working. We try to keep them working. We try to keep them in treatment, getting the support and the resources they need, trying to connect them to their families, um, and really trying to redirect them so that they can find a better path for themselves uh, to better their own lives and their families. And be active members of the community, which Absolutely. is what we all want, right? Absolutely. And a big part of that is our uh, behavioral health work. So the health homework, we go into people's homes who have different diagnoses to provide in-home services and care. We have a substance abuse clinic. Wow. Uh, so, you know, we recognize how important mental health is yeah. um, yes. across the board, but certainly for people who are involved in the system, it can be such an enormous barrier if we if we don't address it and provide some of the supports to help people navigate. Sure. Well, think about it. You have someone who's 16 that could be coming out at the age of 30, and wow, that's a huge shift, right? Absolutely. So what kind of work are they capable of doing where they were. They have no idea how to live on their own because yeah. they weren't on yep. their own at that time. So there's so many and, different and Lisa, facets to that. And Lisa, it's not even that dramatic. You know, sometimes it is, but sometimes it's just uh, someone who's uh, revolving in and out of the court system. Okay. Um, the Staten Island DA said to us, if we put someone in jail for 10 days, what does that do? Hmm. Really, not only nothing for that person, but it really uh, has a domino effect, a negative domino effect going down the line. So what we try to do is instead of putting them in jail for 10 days, we get them into services, whether it's alcohol, drug, and mental health uh, rehab. We, have, we call it wraparound services, right? Oh, okay. So we get this person who is rotating through the system and can never get out of it. We get them the services that they need. Instead of going to jail, they're going back to work. That's if awesome. someone went to jail for 15 days, they're losing their job. So this way, we get them back to work. If you get them back to work, you get them back to their families getting back to the families, you get them back to their homes. There's an effect here, a positive effect that happens with this. ATI really is about jobs, families, and safer communities. And that's really important. And that's what the Staten Island DA said. They said to us, we send our toughest cases to the EAC network because we know you guys are the best. That's amazing. Now, this is my, this is the third arm, which yeah. is kind of my favorite. And you know, and it I has know. to deal with children. So, yes. and this is really why we're here today. Yeah. So let's so talk have, about the EAC Yeah, uh, our network. children and youth programs. Um, so our children and youth programs are pretty vast. Uh, we operate a child advocacy center. We are the providers of safe harbor services for young people who have been trafficked or identified for being as, as being at risk for trafficking. Um, but the other things that we do are to provide a whole bunch of different services to families who are involved in the courts in a variety of different ways. We have programs like supervised visitation programs. Um, we are working with young people who have been gotten into the system and might need, uh, who are involved in PINS diversion and need a, an ATI program for, for youth. Right. Uh, we also actually provide a really important service to the courts uh, and to the families who are going to court. And that is through our children's center at the Cohallen Courts Complex. In Suffolk County, In correct? Suffolk County. And so, you know, quite simply, it looks like it's a, it's a child care place, right? You come in, you're able to, parents and families who have to go to court for something have a safe place that they can bring their child to where their child is going to have access to activities and people who care about them and recreation. Okay. But really, it's so much more than that, right? Because childcare, as we know, 
affects every part of our lives, right? Sure. It's, it affects our society. It affects our families. It affects how we, uh, how we can work and how we can get things done. And oftentimes, child care is a huge barrier. It's a huge barrier for everyone. For everybody. So then, I can't even imagine when yeah. you're in the court system, right? Yeah. What you about, can afford, right? Yeah. We're talking about the underserved, the yeah. underprivileged. I mean, it's available to anybody who goes to the courts, but if you think about the individuals who and the families who are under-resourced, who don't have support systems of readily available to them, if you don't have child care, how are you going to get yourself to your court appointments? And if you don't get to court, then what happens? Then, right. you're, then they're coming back for you and you're just piling on the charges. Sure. And so in many ways, the child care uh, center is actually a way that we help to level the playing field for families um, and really try to make sure that we are removing barriers for families so that they can access the things that they need uh, so that families who are involved in the courts can follow through, can get get through whatever kinds of turmoil that they need to get through and know that their children are being cared for. I had no idea that this existed. Yeah. I really had no idea. And now when you go to court, is there any appointment needed? Is there anything? You just walk right in, bring your kids in, um, and you can know that there are trained uh, professional staff who are there watching your child, caring for them. And again, for many of the families who are under-resourced coming to the Children's Center, the staff are able to provide a variety of different resources and supports, whether it's information on housing, WIC, um, early intervention, uh, any kinds of legal services that a family might need. The staff there are really prepared to provide that kind of information to help families. And oftentimes, you know, we were talking about this earlier, I mean, how often is a family going to court just the one time? Oftentimes, you have to go again Multiple and again. Times, sure. Sure. And so you know that there's a safe place where your children can be, and you also know that there's a, a center, a resource center for you where you can ask all those hard questions and get the information that it might otherwise be really hard to access. And the other part of this that I think is just as important is that the court system wants the people to go to court, right? They right. want, if you have to go to district court, and now we have an announcement, mm -hmm. which uh, I'll let yeah. Nila talk about a little later, but um, the court system, the court officers, the lawyers, the judges, they all want people to go to court because going to court means something bad happened, right? And we got to get these people to court. It's really about equity, and it's also about how, how do we dispense justice in New York and Long Island and in Suffolk County in particular. We got to dispense justice in the most equal possible way that we can. And this is one way to do it because, as you said, Lisa, um, childcare is a barrier to, to many people. So we have to remove this barrier, let people know that this center is open. Mm -hmm. If you have to go to district court, and now our expanded services, if you have to go to district court, you can go because we have childcare, professional childcare for you. So the big announcement is that this service has always been readily available at district court. Well, not always, but for many, many years now. Um, but 12 now, years, right? Yes, is that true? Yes. 12 years. And, uh, and now we are going to be uh, servicing family court as well, which is very exciting. That is exciting. Um, and just, you know, full disclosure, I'm, I'm pretty sure we've been servicing those families <laughs> Um, because we wouldn't turn people away, right? Right. You don't turn people um, away. But now it's just much more formal. It's readily available, and we want people to know that if you have to go to district court or if you have to go to family court, 
you can go and you can bring your children and you can know that they will have a safe place to be, that there are people there who will care for them and who will also be there for you, right, to provide support to the family. Our goal is really to empower uh, families to achieve better things. Well, all I can say is that must be a huge weight off of so many people's shoulders when they walk in and realize that this is available. So I'm happy to help you get this message out because it seems so important. But we have another message to talk about. Isn't that correct, Robert? uh, Yes, for sure. The the message is that we're having a fundraising event, uh, Kohalan Cares for Kids, on April 13th at the Suffolk County Bar Association in Hopog from 6 to 8 p.m., you can visit our website at eac-network.org, and uh, there's a landing page for Kohalan Cares for Kids. And the reason that uh, the committee chose this name is that Judge Kohalan uh, obviously was a huge advocate and, and a gigantic legal mind here in Suffolk County, and they named the whole co- court complex, complex after him. I knew him well, uh, and he was a great man and, and, and a great judge. But he was a real advocate for um this center uh, and making sure that people were able to come to court again as i said before the judges want people to go to court they want people to adjudicate you know what's going on in their lives so he was a big advocate uh, for the center and this year we're honoring uh, sue fox who unfortunately passed away she was a retired court officer and she was internally a champion for the for the children's center she talked about it, advocated for it, raised money for it, and told people that you got to bring your children here because she understood also that it's very important for people to go to court. Her family uh, is, is involved, and uh, we are honoring Sue Fox, her work, her memory, and her leadership in the Children's Center this year. Well, why don't you tell me a little bit about how EAC receives their funding for this program? Sure. Uh, well, actually, it used to be funded by the courts, and then uh, many years ago, uh, in about 2010, uh, they stopped funding it. And so EAC since then, EAC, our supporters, our uh, the attorneys who work with us, the people who are very closely involved with us have, have fundraised to keep this center alive and operational. Um, and so the work that we do to raise funds for this center are really important because that's how we keep it operational. It's how we are able to expand services to make sure that kids have access to up-to-date resources, books, supplies, things like that. Coats, car Coats, seats. everything. Making sure that families can access what they need Um, and making sure that we're able to be responsive to the things that they are presenting with. Okay, everyone, so you heard it. We need help in raising funds for this cause to keep the courts moving in the right direction, to keep families participating in the court system as far as showing up, getting in and out of the network as soon as possible. Um, So, again, it's going to be held on April 13th, 6 to 8. Yep, April 13th, 6th to 8th, Suffolk County Bar Association. You have a big uh, thank you to them, the Suffolk County Bar, as our host. Also, the Legal Aid Society, the women in in um, the Women's Bar Association, the Hispanic Bar Association, and the court officers. They've all been great partners to us, and they're all a big part of the uh, committee that is moving um, this fundraiser forward, and every year. And the reason they have the fundraiser, right? Right. First and foremost, we provide books for the kids. Secondly... There was time that we provide food for the kids because very often these kids are coming into the center and they're hungry. Yeah. And the other part of it is really just keeping the center open. We have to have the center open. It's not just about the kids. It's about equity and how we dispense um, our judicial process here in, in Suffolk County. Very important. $60. And you get a full dinner, 6 to 8. We're going to have uh, guest speakers, uh, Ed Fox, 
um, is going to, uh, he and his family going to be there. I'm sure it's going to be very emotional. Um, and, uh, because he obviously more than anyone understands what Sue Fox did uh, in her life and what she did to advance this center. So very, very important. April 13th, Kohalan Cares for Kids. I would just add one thing and say a big, huge thank you to the committee. This committee, the Kohalan Cares for Kids Committee, has been together for many, many, many years. And quite frankly, they drive this event. They have been just instrumental in bringing awareness and support to the event. And it would be... Uh, remiss to not acknowledge how important they are individually and as a group to really, to not just to the EAC network, but for this specific center, for all the families in Suffolk County who access the this center. Do we have a rough idea of how many of those families walk in and out of, of well, this we, door? We serve about a thousand children annually. A thousand children. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So you think about, I mean, that that's a lot of families who are getting assistance and support in in really a very meaningful way, right? Through private funds. Yeah. So it, it means a lot funds. to have everyone uh, come and participate in this event and learn more because yes. there's always, what, there's what do we always There's always say? more to do. <laughs> That's right. There's always more to do. We have a never-ending list. And, uh, <laughs> and this, is, this is just a, this is such a great program. It's such a great resource for the community and to the courts. Um, and so it's a very, it, it is a feel-good uh, yeah. program and it it does make a difference in the lives of so many people in Suffolk County. Okay, Neela, so when it comes to the Children's Center at the Cohalan Court, tell me about the impact you really make. Sure. I mean, I think first of all, I would tell you that we serve a thousand children annually, and we certainly expect that number to grow with the expansion to family, the formal expansion to family court. We anticipate seeing a lot more children coming through. I think what's important to know about the Children's Center is that we're not just providing child care to families. We are literally removing barriers for families. What do you mean by that? So you think about what it takes to leave your children and go to an appointment. So right. now you have a court appointment. You don't know how long you're going to be there. You know that you're stressed out already. Who's going to watch your kids? Can you afford to have somebody watch your kids? Do you have a social support system to assist you? If you do, fantastic. So many don't, though. But many people, most people don't have that readily available. And so this Children's Center provides a free service to families, readily accessible. You can walk in and drop your child off. You have peace of mind. You know that you are in court and your child is nearby and safe with trusted professionals, with a respected organization, as part of the courts. With no time limit. No time limit. And, and you know that you can go there, you can, your child is safe, you can access resources, right? So again, barriers to resources, just how sometimes, I mean, how many times have you thought to yourself, who has time for this, right? To look up all the information the EAC network and the child care center at the Cohelen Courts Complex has this information for you. You can come out of court, you can come and pick up your child, and you can ask for information, resources about early intervention, housing, WIC, um, any other kinds of referrals, whether they're legal or mental health resources. Our staff can help you identify and access those things, but most importantly, in that moment, right, when you are on your way to court, nobody wants to have to go to court, right? We've talked about that. 
now you know that you can go and you can have some peace of mind where we may not be able to fix all of your issues. We can really give you great peace of mind. We can make sure that you don't have to worry about what am I going to do with my kids? Am I going to make my appointment? Am I going to get to court or am I going to have more charges piling up? Because that's really what ends up happening. That's right. If you don't make your court date. If you don't make your court date, you're just going to continue to get in trouble. That's right. You know? I had no idea this was available. Yes. This is a great resource. It really is. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm really proud that it's something that we are able to offer to families across Suffolk County. Um, and I really do think about how important it is to be removing barriers for families who have a lot of needs, who may be under-resourced in so many ways. If there are a few things that we can do to help you to make your life a little bit easier, We want you to know that this resource is available to you. If you have to go to district court or if you have to go to family court, you should know that you don't have to add, you don't have to have the added stress of what am I going to do with my kids today? Right. A lot of peace of mind there. Yeah. Yeah. We want to tell people that this is open and the the thousand kids that we see a year, um, unfortunately, it could be 3,000, it could be 4,000. We're going to be open. Our doors are always going to be open. So we want people to know and understand that uh, please do not use, um, you know, not having childcare as a reason not to go to court. Go to court, take care of what you need to take care of. We'll take care of your kids. Right. That's a great message. Yes. So on April 13th, we're having a fundraiser. That'll yep. be our annual fundraiser honoring Mrs. Fox, who yep. was a... A court officer, court officer. In, in Suffolk County, and she really was, like I said before, an internal champion in regards to the, the uh, child care center, and she really was one of the engines that really made sure that it was open, that the EAC stayed involved, that EAC uh, uh, staffed real professionals there. I think, you know, the person there is a social worker, and it's not just, you know, a 16-year-old babysitter who's watching, you know, your kid. The other thing that happens at the child center is that they actually have new books. We have, if you go on Amazon... You can. There is a wish list for the uh, Crown Cares for Kids uh, Center, uh, and I, I made a donation. And literally, I think it was nine dollars for four books. Um, so, if you go on Amazon, you can uh, buy books uh, and supplies for the center. Um, and that's an important part of of what they're trying to do as uh, as well. They provide books, they provide learning materials, and at sometimes they also provide food and clothing. And medical care. And medical care. And medical care, which, uh, you know. So very important. I think is very important. The one thing I really love about this program and about what you just said, Robert, is there are so many different charities that you can give to, right? But the impact that it makes right here at home on Long Island is what's really important. You send in a check, you don't know where it's going, but here you can actually see it. And the fact that it's impacting our neighbors and our friends and our community right here on Long Island is what I really love about EAC. Absolutely. So I'm going to ask again, please, everyone, join us on April 13th, 6 to 8. It's only $60 a ticket to have a full meal and help support this wonderful program and so many more that they offer. And I'll leave it to Neela to close this out because, Neela, there's always... There's always more to do. Um, (laughs) You know, I'm, I'm so grateful for this opportunity to talk to you. I mean, I could talk to you for hours Uh, And I know that we're going to have opportunities to do this again because we have other lines of service and other great programs. Um, And today was just such a great opportunity to talk about this incredible center and the expansion of the center and this great event that we're going to be having. Um, And I really, you know, to your point too, I, I have been with the EAC network now for a year, 
And um, I love that we are able to do the things that really touch people here in our own communities, right. right? And so for the EAC network, our communities are Suffolk County, Nassau County, all five boroughs, Rockland, Sullivan. And it's so wonderful that we are able to see what the needs are in our communities and bring our expertise and resources to respond to them. That's terrific. Yeah. Well, if you would like to give, if you can't make the event, I invite you to go to eac-network.org to make a donation. You can also see that on the website, there's a link to the Cahalan uh, Children's Center fundraiser right there, and you're able to give right on the website. So again, that's the eac-network.org. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Robert and Neela. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you so much.